Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast. If you've ever wished you could get a glimpse inside the minds and lives of women who are masters at creating abundant and fulfilling lives, and you're ready to learn the secrets behind unlocking that in your own life, you're in the right place. Each episode, I and a series of guests uncover the secrets behind creating the life you can't stop fantasizing about. I'm Katie B, human design coach, airline pilot, CEO, and crazy cat lady, and I am so happy to have you here. Welcome to episode 22 of the Level Up with Katie B podcast. I am super chuffed for you to be here tuning in. Hopefully this is not the first episode that you've listened to, but if it is, welcome. So grateful to have you here and I know that you are going to enjoy the ride. If you're back tuning in for more, thanks. I love that you are enjoying it enough to to keep on listening in. So that's really incredible. And As usual, if you really think that there's someone that you know that would love to find out more about human design, if you know that you've got a mate who is just like totally ready to shed old skin and push into their growth zone out of their comfort zone and really take control of their life and become the conscious creator of their most aligned and fulfilling life, why not share the podcast with them? Or maybe you could even leave a review. It really, all those things really help people find the podcast and that just makes me so happy. So yes, totally grateful for you being here and all of those things as well. So today we are diving into the fifth of the energy type series. So we've already zoomed in and had a look at what it means to be a manifester, manifesting generator, generator, projector. And today we have got the immense bloody pleasure of discovering more about what it means to be a reflector. Now, I have said this before, but I think it's really important to reiterate is that I have a beautiful connection to my energy as a generator. I have a beautiful connection to my unique energetic blueprint and an understanding of how that shows up in my body, how the universe communicates through me, how I'm designed to make aligned decisions, but more specifically how that feels in my body. And that's because I've had years to experiment with it and I've been consciously experimenting and playing with that, my unique generator energy. With all the other energy types, I do have quite a lot of knowledge based on the fact that obviously I've done the training, but I also have worked with a number of projectors, manifesting generators and manifestors. So I still have a deeper understanding or somewhat of a deep understanding of those energy types. But here's the thing, every no matter what energy type you are, your connection to your unique energetic blueprint is going to be super, super personal. And that's why human design is really called the human design experiment, because we are really asked to notice, learn the beautiful framework that is human design, but actually really just notice how it shows up for you and your body. How do you relate to it? Because it is going to be different for me being a generator might feel a little bit different to being uh, to another generator because they have different gate activations. 
They have different uh, channels, you know, their variables might be pointing in different directions, different planets are activated and different gates, you know, there's so many variables within our human design chart, not to mention the fact that we're actually humans that have, you know, we we operate outside the spectrum of human design as well, right? Like that, there is no way that any one framework can contain the entirety of what it means to be a human. And so, you know, I, I may have an undefined emotional solar plexus, but I also ride the wave of my hormones. I also ride the wave of being a shift worker who is constantly trying to, to manage sleep, you know? So the reason I'm saying this is because this episode that we're about to dive into on reflectors is based purely on my theoretical knowledge from my training and some really beautiful conversations that I've had with Afi, who was on the podcast about a month ago. And actually speaking to Afi has opened up a whole new level of understanding of reflectors to me. And I'm so, so grateful to her for being willing to share her insights and her understanding and how it shows up in her life. But again, you know, now my understanding of reflectors is going to be seen through the veil of a lot of how Afi experiences it, which is going to be different to different reflectors as well. So what I really want everyone to understand is that human design is the most incredible framework. It really does help you when you understand how you're energetically designed. It it helps you exchange energy with the world around you with much more ease, much more flow. It really supports you in manifesting. That's how I have come to love it so much is that when I use my human design, it supports me through my manifestation process like nothing else I've ever come across in my whole entire life. Part of the reason is because of the tools it gives us, you know, your strategy, your authority. Those two things by themselves are so freaking powerful when it comes to manifesting and just living a really aligned life. But there's also a few things about human design that I've not found with anything else. And it's that when I am experiencing, you know, parts of my shadow aspects, parts of my inner child kind of yelling out, crying out for attention and really looking for some love and affection and integration, my human design chart quite often has the, <laughs> it's almost like the fast track to, to highlighting what areas I need to do that healing work, do that integration work with, because a lot of it comes from us expressing the shadow aspects of our defined centers um, and our undefined centers for that matter, to be honest. I mean, we can't under overlook those. But yeah, so there is just, there is so much goodness in our human design framework, but we are also human outside our human design framework. And this episode is going to be hopefully really illuminating for not just reflectors, but for the rest of the collective who are listening, all the other energy types, because you know, the more we understand, the more we can wrap them in our arms and be like, yes, I see your power. I see, you know, that unique, special flavor flavor that you bring. And I can see how you maybe reflectors are only 1% of the population, but fuck, you know, we wouldn't be a hundred percent without that 1%. We need to really honor you and, and enjoy watching you thrive in your beautiful reflector energy. So that is part of the goal of this podcast is to help bring understanding to every single one of us, regardless of what our energy types is, so that we can support each other in thriving, stepping into our power and, you know, letting ourselves do that as well. So with all that being said, 
let's take a peek into the energetics of being a reflector. Yes, so the technical specifications of a reflector, I say it that way because this is what we're looking for when we when we put in our birth details into the into the chart generator and we wait with bated breath to see the results when our chart comes up and then we see our chart. This is what you're looking for to identify if you are a reflector. And reflectors are very easy to identify because out of the nine energy centers that we hold within our chart, every single one of theirs is undefined. So that means as soon as you look at a chart, if there is a defined energy center, they're not going to be a reflector. If they have all nine energy centers white, that means they are a reflector and you can get very excited. <laughs> I always get very excited when I generate a chart for a reflector, which obviously doesn't happen that often. So yeah, reflectors are, they make up 1% of the population and their special source is to reflect back to the rest of us if we are living up to our full potential. And so I was talking to a friend recently, I have been secretly teaching human design <laughs> and we were discussing reflectors recently and I was saying to him, um, you know, if you think about the manifestors being the that when you're going on a road trip, they're going to be like, yeah, let's go here. Let's do this. The generators are going to be like, yep, sweet as let's pack the car, <laughs> pack the car with all the snacks and manifesting generators will be fizzing about making sure that there's oil and fuel and everything that's needed. And the reflector will be sitting in the seat, looking out the window as you go on that road trip going like, oh, look at that. Oh my God, look how amazing that is. Oh, like, I don't think that that's really as good as it could be. And guiding us in the right direction based on how they feel about what they see and what they experience. Um, the projectors are going to be course correcting us if we <laughs> if we go off track, if we if we get off the beaten track too much. They're going to be guiding us back into a more efficient way of traveling on our road trip. But so the whole magic and the whole reason that reflectors should really be at the center of our communities is because they have this incredible gift to be able to sense energies of people, places, situations, and then reflect back to us. Is that a situation? Is that behavior? Is that whatever living up to the full potential of what it could possibly be? Can you imagine if we didn't have that, if we didn't have that beautiful energy that shows us like, oh, this is where you're at, but this is where you could be. Like, I just can't, I don't even want to think about a life like that because I think we would all be so stagnant, right? And yes, this is a gift that reflectors give to us as a collective, but they also have this beautiful energy that they get to reflect back to themselves. They get to, it's part of what uh, guides them through their life is being able to sense so beautifully what the energies of people and places and their own life is doing for them, right? So maybe if they're in living situations that don't feel good for them, a reflector is going to be the type of person that can definitely feel that energy on probably a deeper level than the other energy types. And if they know about their human design, it's more than likely that they will be able to pinpoint like, yeah, it's this person that I'm living with, or maybe it's this neighborhood, or maybe it's this, that, or the other. Reflectors can get very specific if they allow themselves to flow and and be curious about what it is, the, the, the stinky energy that they're picking up on or the good energy that they're picking up on. 
So ultimately, the reflectors are the barometer that measures the health of individuals and the community as a whole. So we need our beautiful reflectors to be fully in their power for all of us, for themselves and for all of us. So the strategy of a reflector, so just to remind you, your strategy is how you're designed to attract opportunities and synchronicities. And the strategy of a reflector is to wait a lunar cycle. So this is kind of like incredible to me. They uh, Reflectors have the most beautiful connection with the moon. So the rest of the energy types are known as solar beings and reflectors are known as lunar beings. And one of the connections to the moon that they have is that through their strategy, they're designed to wait for 28 days. Over that 28 days, the moon will cycle through their chart. And as it cycles through their chart, it will activate the different gates. It it goes through every single gate in their chart over 28 days. So that's about three or four gates per day. (laughs) Can you imagine? Three or four different energies based on the lunar transit through their chart that they're experimenting with. Or sorry, more correctly, they are tasting. (laughs) So with reflectors, when, you know, if you think, if you compare that strategy to the strategy of a generator, which is to respond, and I think I've mentioned a few times, there is that hashtag never not responding, because as a generator, we are designed to be using our strategy like 24-7. Every all the information that's coming at us from from every aspect of life. If we are really in tune with our body wisdom, we can respond, right? We can notice the response and we can let that guide us to the right opportunities and synchronicities. Now, with this strategy of waiting a 28-day lunar cycle, obviously that's not something that's happening every moment. That's happening every 28 days. <laughs> so whereas for some of the other Energy types, their strategies are designed to be used like all day, every day. With the reflectors energy of waiting a 28-day lunar cycle, this is more about using that when to be very discerning when you're making significant life-changing decisions. Anything that is to do with you entering into a long-term agreement, letting yourself experience that decision through the lens of the different energies through your human design gates as the moon transits is really critical to ensuring you attract the right opportunities and synchronicities. So yes, for reflectors, that whole 28 day cycle experience for you, it's you're going to want to use that when you're, you know, looking at moving house, changing job, investing big money, create, you know, any long-term agreement, anything like that that is going to be changing the trajectory of your life for for I mean look we don't really know what's changing the trajectory of our life do we but you I think you get the point these these really major life-changing decisions so the reason I say that is because obviously we're not going to wait 28 days to decide if we're having the chicken or the fish for dinner (laughs) um But actually, the reason, so just to get a little bit more specific with that, the reason it's the the whole idea behind this 28-day cycle, letting yourself flow with that, is that as the moon transits your chart, it's activating the gates. Now, I've already said that. So what that, the significance of that is, though, that as a reflector, you actually do have definition in your chart. You have gates defined. And so as the lunar transit happens throughout your chart, it's going to be activating gates as well. And if or when, sorry, when the gate that is opposite one of your activated gates 
gets activated by the lunar transit, that forms a channel. And a channel gives you access to that specific energy. It actually, the, it's so significant for a reflector because through channels is how we get defined energy centers. So it's through the lunar transit that reflectors actually do momentarily or, you know, through a period of hours have different defined energy centers. How incredible is that? And now to be honest, that's happening with all of the planetary movements, but because reflectors are so deeply connected to the lunar transit, this is theorized or this is what Ra-Uruhu has said that is the main sort of energy that they are affected by. So as what that means though, the significance of that is that throughout the month, reflectors actually might experience life as each of the other four energy types, which I just think is so incredibly like beautiful and amazing. I, I would love to <laughs> spend a day in the shoes of a reflector. So we'll talk about it a little bit more, but reflectors do sometimes get this um, some of the defining words that you might see when you're reading about reflectors are chameleonic or inconsistent and the reason for that is that they are shifting through those energies so much more quickly than the rest of us uh, so because the sun obviously is it's a 365 day transit so that energy that we sit in for those days for each of the gates is a lot longer we don't feel that as necessarily as swiftly as the reflectors do feel those energies through their chart so yeah they are shifting and moving and flowing very rapidly but as well as that to to kind of add to that that chameleonic nature is also the fact that they're absorbing and amplifying the energy of the people places and situations around them so beautifully right that's part of how they give us the feedback as to whether we are living in alignment living up to our full potential so yeah, incredible. And I think, I truly think that this is why um, reflectors get such a beautiful reputation for being quite wise. They, how can you not be wise when you're experiencing that flow of energy so deeply? Like, oh, love it. Love it. <laughs> All right. So the strategy is to wait a lunar cycle. Your authority is lunar. <laughs> So there is just so much moon energy in reflectors charts. So as a reflector, the only possible authority for you is lunar. And that's because you don't have any other definition in your chart other than the gate definitions that you have, which are very important. Don't let me kind of understate that. Um, but what lunar authority is, is really allowing yourself to get clarity on your decision making process by letting yourself have that 28 days to really feel, taste, have go through the smorgasbord of energy and then see what flavor flavor really suits you best. <laughs> what makes you feel feel good at the end of it? Like are you what you will find, I believe, is that you'll have a lot more clarity at the end of a full 28 cycle, day cycle based on the fact that you've got to look at that decision through the lens of each of the different energies of the gates over that time. So if you imagine you're making a decision and you really just want to rush it and you give yourself seven days and you're like, oh yeah, sweet ass, I'm still feeling good about it, then it's almost like, oh, but but maybe if you wait for the rest of the month, you might actually discover something through the lens of one of the gates that you weren't expecting. Look, honestly, I don't, I, I truly believe that most of us have got such a beautiful connection to the language of our body and, and reflectors have that as well, right? So I don't think there is 
a wrong way to make a decision. I just think it would be really fun for any reflectors that are listening to experiment with what it feels like to to run the 28-day decision-making process and see what the outcome is for it, right? Because you might find that actually it's really supportive of you feeling really confident and safe in your decisions. And that is really one of the biggest gifts of human design is that it helps us build confidence that we know better than anyone else what is best for us. So if for reflectors, that means just chilling out for 28 days and experiencing those energies, then why not play with that, right? So then the signature theme, and to remind you, the signature theme is what shows up in our life, both our external environment and our internal environment, when we are living in accordance with our design, but more specifically, when we're living in alignment with what feels best for us, right? And so the signature theme of a reflector is surprise. So as they move through the world, interacting with different people and places, this energy of wanting to keep engaging, keep being drawn to explore, to keep interacting and continue to uncover hidden beauty and potential. That kind of youthful, almost like, oh, imagine what could be. Imagine if I go and spend my time here and what I will uncover and what is possible. So this is your energy body's way of showing that you're in alignment when you are kind of experiencing that almost it feels I'm feeling it in my body now and I know that's weird because I'm not a reflector but it's like this zest this this very excited kind of intrigued energy that makes you want to keep engaging keep moving forward so a pep in your step and what might happen is that you may not know where you're being led but this signature theme of surprise is like can you trust that energy to guide you in the right direction so again as you know, I'm not a reflector. The The signature theme of surprise sounds just beautiful to me. And I'd love to know if you're a reflector. Definitely send me a DM on Instagram at Level Up with KDB to let me know how you relate to your signature theme of surprise. And then the not self theme for a reflector is disappointment. So this means, I think this is really down to the fact that you have this beautiful, beautiful way to connect into what is possible. And when that's not happening, it's like, oh shit, like why, why can't, why, why can't we just, you know, live to our most vibrant, highest potential. Um, and I think when reflectors sense that that's not happening, it can almost feel like you've lost something or that something's not being fulfilled. And that feels really disappointing. Um, and Afi about a month ago on the podcast was describing how she really relates to the not self theme of disappointment. And she related to it in a way, a lot before she even knew about her human design, which again, I think happens so often. So many of us are actually utilizing a lot of our human design tools unconsciously because it is part of you, right? Like, so much of our chart is just like moving through you. I mean, all of our chart is moving through you and operating, you are operating with it every day. It's just that by learning about it, you can become conscious of it and be more aware of like stepping into the higher part of your energetic blueprint, which I think is just so cool. So reflectors, when you are in your power, you have this unique ability to see and experience things in a way that the other energy types may just miss. So you can imagine, like if you imagine being in all sorts of different places with people that are supportive of you and sharing that wisdom, 
um, that is when you are in your power. So being in, in situations, environments where people are supportive of you, you know, sharing what you see, sharing how you feel, like, is this situation as good as it could be? It's through allowing yourself to be in environments that feel good to you, that you actually create energetically correct relationships and facilitate the opportunity for others to make changes that are supportive of fulfilling their potential as well. So when you're in those really beautiful friendships, relationships, spaces that feel good to you, that's not only good for you because obviously that's positive energetic exchange, but it actually is very empowering of the people you're around because it reflects back to them that they are actually living up to their full full potential or if not you are the you know the guiding force that is able to reflect back to them that as well which is equally as powerful right one of the keys to unlocking this gift is learning to trust your feelings in response to being in particular environments with particular people so this is that whole idea of like a lot of us probably have numbed down that sense of intuition though because these subtle energies that speak through to us are are not as loud as as our conditioning essentially so you know it does take a little bit of uh, confidence and a little bit of bravery to be the sort of person that can walk into a room and go, you know what, the vibe is stinky here. I am out. Like I am not going to be chilling out here for too long, especially if the people here don't recognize that that's the case or are unwilling to see that be reflected back to them. So in an ideal world, you'd be able to pass it on to friends or the people you're hanging out with, and they would try and understand how that could be shifted. What can we do? Um, And if that's not possible, then the next best option is for you to leave the environment, leave the relationship, change shit up in your life to help you be in places that are more, that feel fucking nourishing and supportive to you. Your energy body has a heightened sense of awareness of the energies around you, and that's how you're guided through life experiences into the most energetically correct opportunities. You guys are reflectors. You're in a constant dance with the energy around you and you know, we all are, our energy, our, our energy bodies are always in communication with the energies around us. And, but I think for reflectors, there is this kind of invitation to indulge in that dance and take your time to fully experience these energies without submitting to any sort of pressure to rush, you know, step, you can step into alignment piece by piece, discovering your most authentic expression by taking your time to, to really sense into how you're feeling about places. Because as you absorb and amplify the energies around you, trying them on, you know, seeing which one feels best for you, your outward expression will be continuously evolving. So the things that inspire and delight you will be in a constant state of flux. And this is really going to help you understand what the most authentic expression of you is because just because you are really beautifully chameleonic and able to flow with lots of beautiful energy that doesn't mean that there is no solid identity right like fuck no it's absolutely not of course every reflector has their own beautiful sense of self and sense of direction and that part of how they find that is by experiencing, you know, being drawn to the places that feel good to them and the places that don't. Those are the opportunities that are actually like, okay, that's guiding me to my purpose. That's guiding me to my sense of self and helping me play in that arena of myself. I hope that makes sense. Your ability to adapt and change inspires others to follow their passions too, which I think is just so powerful. 
You really are one of the energy types. I mean, all of us, again, all of us have this um, beautiful ability, but reflectors, you show us that breaking molds and being fearless in the pursuit of experiencing the fullness of life, not just doing the fullness of life, but experiencing it, like letting it move through you um, is just such a beautiful gift that you have. So resist the urge to rush the process of testing out different energies and again just know that any decisions that have long lasting effects on your life are best just chilled out for 28 days keep keep checking in on them each day and seeing how you experience those those decisions through the different energies something really cool for reflectors is that your ability to feel these different energies can guide your daily flow and actually you have the opportunity to experience surprising opportunities in your day-to-day activities through like letting yourself be guided by these different energies that you're tasting and experiencing each day so although the bigger decisions need to be felt and experienced over that 28 day lunar cycle your daily action is really guided by how you're feeling as well just on a more localized level so By having structures in place that support you in testing the vibrational waters of each and every day, you can create the freedom to be guided into aligned action based on what you're feeling daily. Super interesting because uh, Afi mentioned her, what she's applying. She's applying a technique in her business called Focus Freedom. And as I talk about this, this is exactly what she was, well, it may not be exactly what she was talking about, but it definitely has that energy. So I know it sounds pretty tricky, especially when you're in a highly structured sort of work environment. Maybe you're in a nine to five regime or, you know, I mean, current society leans towards having very structured Monday to Friday work life. But there is still scope for us to kind of create uh, how we show up in those hours as well right and I think that's a really important thing for all the energy types to remember and reflectors to allow themselves to you know if if one day you are super low energy ride that wave because it's not for no nothing is by chance right it's probably because you actually just need to rest recoup recharge your energy and that's just as valid as you know being in those high energetic output phases of life so yeah, totally, totally letting yourself in whatever scope you can roll with the energy that you're flowing, feeling day to day is going to be really powerful and potent for you creating and showing up in life. So some common challenges and shadow expressions for reflectors are, I bet you can guess, rushing into decisions. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, who's not guilty of this? And then the strategy and authority of like waiting a 28 day cycle, like crikey, (laughs) that's, that's a lot. And the pressure is real. Oh my goodness. Aside from the fact that we live in a fast paced society where you're constantly being bombarded with information, marketing jargon that will have you believe that a quick game is a good game. You know, I I cannot believe the number of marketing techniques that, that suck us into thinking that if we can't commit right now, then we're like, do we even care about it? We obviously aren't passionate enough or whatever. Like, no, it's a load of BS. Sometimes actually just chilling out and letting yourself get really clear on what you want is better because otherwise you're constantly chasing the quick dopamine hits, right? That's kind of a side topic in a rant that I, will leave for another day. 
But the other thing is for reflectors specifically, you guys are also energetically, you're a minority. So other energy types can tend to bully you into rushing decisions. Now it's not conscious bullying, it's energetic bullying. (laughs) And, you know, probably some of the worst are going to be generators and manifesting generators through our fizzing sacrals when we're doing what lights us up. You know, there's that. And then there's also... uh, when you have undefined energy centers through any undefined energy centers, we are exposed a little bit to energetic bullying. And that's why it's really important for us to get to know the energies within our chart, because then we can almost, it helps us know what's ours and what's others. And sometimes we want to use the energy of other people very strategically to help us flow with life and, and create in life. And sometimes we want to block that shit out. (laughs) And that's why learning about your chart is so helpful. So over time, um, it can really, if you keep rushing in decisions, it can impact your relationship with decision-making as in it can really feel a little bit deflating when you, you might feel like you're constantly rushing decisions and maybe not really getting where you want to go. Not the outcome is not as desirable as you would like. And that can be really deflating. It's like, Oh shit, I keep getting myself into these shitty situations or not even shitty, just not as good as they could be. And that kind of takes your, that can have the effect of taking the trust in yourself away and your ability to make really beautiful decisions. So I think that's a really beautiful point to make and, and remind ourselves of why that slowing down and and letting yourself taste all the energies through the lunar cycle is important as well it's going to help you build confidence in that decision making process outwardly this kind of rushing into decision making might look a little bit flaky or unsettled and it's that's again it's really important to know that without giving yourself that time to see and feel and experience what's best for you from the beginning, then you're probably going to have to course correct and and be a lot more changeable and change course anyway. So you might end up potentially spending more energy and rushing more decisions in a kind of self-fulfilling prophecy. So that's something to, to keep an eye out and just something to be, not to scare you by any stretch of the imagination, but just to be wary of. Like slow is not bad. Slow is so powerful. Yeah, the solution to this is really start experimenting with giving yourself more time and space to feel into decisions. The beauty of your energy body that is that it's constantly sampling the world around you. So through the sampling, you will get that clarity. And you can start small, right? You don't have to just go like 100 million percent in. Like, let's start proving to yourself that it actually works, this whole slowing down and experiencing the different energies. So you can start by committing to just make not making significant decisions without waiting maybe at least a week or then if you've noticed over a week that your feelings and perspectives has changed quite a lot then you can that might give you confidence to feel like okay I'm feel safe to wait another week because I can see already how much things have changed over the last 7 days and you can see how that will just grow and grow just keep being curious and open to changing your mind. Let yourself change your mind as well. You reserve the right to change your mind. So powerful. So once you start feeling more comfortable with making those decisions, just keep track and notice afterwards did what unfolded. And that's important for all of us when we're running our human design experience. Like Give yourself that time and space to reflect on if using your strategy and authority actually was supportive. If it did, did come, there was some benefit to it to help build that evidence for yourself that human design is actually a really cool tool for you. So one other thing I just want to like pop in there to round up for, for reflectors is that 
Um, there is a little bit of tendency, I think, for reflectors sometimes to stay in places or situations with people for longer than they know that is right for them. And I think that that's just part of being a human in our current society, like not feeling necessarily safe to to say like, no, this isn't for me and I'm out of here, like with no explanation, right? I'd love for all the reflectors listening to give themselves permission to like fucking exit places, leave friendships, leave people behind when they no longer are vibing. <laughs> uh, because I have no doubt that that is going, you are so intuitive. You have such an incredible ability to sense that. So let yourself have it, right? Um, and on that note, actually, as a reflector, there is this really big element of needing to come home and rest and retreat and decompress almost, you know, like as a reflector being it's so sensitive to the energetic, the energetics of the people in the environment around you coming home to yourself in your own beautiful space that you've curated in a way that feels really delicious to you. That is a powerful part of the way that you maintain your aura eye hygiene. And it's just such a beautiful way for you to look after yourself, genuinely just self-care at its finest, unpeopling and just spending time at home, relaxing and doing the things that make you feel the most nourished and supportive, supported, sorry. All right, beautiful humans, thanks for being here with me today. Again, I am just, you know, I love it. I love being able to connect with you through this platform. If you want to find out more about your own human design, you can download your chart through the link in the show notes. If you want to book readings or coaching, I'll pop the link in there as well. My Instagram has just got so much good info in it. So if you're still pretty new to human design, give me a follow at Level Up with KDB. Heaps of good stuff down there. And, you know, I got, I'm working on some awesome stuff. So my Instagram and my mailing list are the, always the first people to find out about new Level Up with KDB offerings. So, yeah, jump on board. Thanks for being here. Until next week, team. Take care of yourself, keep milking the shit out of life, and I'll catch you in the next episode.